Take over. My name is Nick Brown for Eddie Brown for Eddie Brown Town, the 14th reason the Silver Surfer top deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custerson. We're making today's episode a musical. I actually was going to go in a different direction. What direction were you going to I th- go? I thought in? you were going to do a rendition of the national anthem. I, you know what? Where we um, come out as young and free because, like, everyone's free. You know what, Nathan? You know what? Yesterday, funny you bring that up. Somebody sung to me, every, word for word, without looking it up, the second verse of the National Anthem. How'd now, they go? I've only, I've, only, on? I've only heard it twice in my lifetime. And someone like has it knowledge of the second verse. How could you not? Someone said there's a third verse. I don't know if they're lying to me. I'm scared if they yeah, are. Yeah, beneath the southern flag we but stand. We, I don't know. I've never got that we one. We have the shittest National Anthem. Can we just change it? The worst. We, ha- we have the shittest National Anthem. We, I just want it to sound good. Get on the beers, the Dan, uh, the mashed the Dan Ant- shit. The that, that would be way better. I just want the um, Brisbane Lions seem like yeah, that works. The French national That's anthem. Fine. They got yeah, French national anthems better than ours. <sighs> U.S. national anthems better than ours. Oh. Um, which one's the which one does the GWS Giants theme song? <laughs> Definitely Russia, Mother Russia for sure. <laughs> That's better. That's how are you, Nathan. I was I was good until I entered into this and what you saw drink? what I'm what drinking. What are you drinking? And- well, what do we popularize back in the day, Nick? It was on a rough voyage, Nick. We're out in the ocean, we were. Mm. We were out in the ocean on one of those, what were they called? The boat parties, eh? Yes. Watching the inaugural boat party, and we started drinking these stupid drinks, Nick, up on the top deck. Yep. What were they called, Nick? Uh, Bilsons! Yes! <laughs> they weren't, but that's what we're going to go, because we're not allowed no. to contractually oblige not to mention any other alcohol no, during Nick. today's episode. Every episode brought to you by Bilsons Brewery. Uh, use code WWDOTW, 15% of your next order, $50 spend, and then you get free postage! That's what I do first thing every Wednesday when my pay goes through, Nick. <laughs> yep, spend it all. Dollars plus on Bilsons every time. Ah, that sounds like a drinking problem. Oh, I do have a <laughs> serious drinking problem, Nick Brown. So, are we giving up the musical idea for this week, Nate? Uh, no, let's just that could be the theme throughout. I can't be asked. Why? I, you know, I haven't trained my vocal cords enough, Nate. But you look fantastic, Nate. I always look fantastic. Do you know why you look fantastic? Somewhere in the Bilsons beanie. Nick. <laughs> well, not only that, but you something happened on Friday, I believe. Radiant. And now. You are <clears throat> double vaccinated. I'm, I'm responsible, Nick, for this yeah. whole week, Nick. I told you my head has exploded with confidence <laughs> and just sheer, just big-headedness after what's happened. So, Nick, the greatest release week of Backbone history, surely yep. this week. I don't care what anyone says. It's the greatest week of all time, and there's no coincidence, is there, no. that I'm now double vaccinated. Yep. They've rewarded me, the gods, the music gods. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like there is something, you know, I Nathan, I've been watching My Name, is, My Name is Earl, one of the uh, great <laughs> shows it's from the It's on Disney, isn't it? Disney yeah. Plus, yes. Yep. And, you know, something about karma, do good things, good things happen to you, do bad things, bad things happen to you. The week beforehand, I bet it was a shit week because you weren't double vaxxed. Wasn't now, double vaxxed. Now you're double vaxxed. Look at you. You walked in like man. Abs- absolute no chips on your shoulder. None. I'm d- Chocolate chips or oh, fuck you? Oh my God. <laughs> Corn we, chips. We don't have a chip spot, so we're not allowed to talk. I watched a couple. We of, will. I watched a couple of movies, Nathan. Yes. Tell you what, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a movie on Netflix called Night Teeth. No, it sounds garbage. It's hilarious. Oh my God, stupid sexy vampires, Nathan. It is one of the best things ever. Debbie Ryan is in it. She's Debbie a vampire. She is married to the Twenty One Pilot singer, to name I do not oh, know, jo- Josh. Somebody? Oh, Josh. Okay, yeah, maybe not Josh Tommy. Josh, he's nah, from um, uh, he's from Queens of the Stone Queens Age. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> No one knows that. Bring back them crooked vultures with Dave Grohl and him. Not yeah, bad abs- band. Nah, not bad. Not good either. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 
So that's a shit movie if anyone wants to watch it. Have you seen the new Cosmic Sins movie with no, uh, Nick. Bruce Willis? Any good? Potentially the worst movie I've ever seen. That's the one getting all the raspberries, oh, the, the raspberry awards. It's it, got like a 3% tomatoes. Is that the one? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's meme worthy. It's impressive how bad it is. I've never really? Seen, I've never seen an actor put li- as little effort into a movie as oh, Bruce no. Willis in this one. Like, we get it, you're old, mate. You don't do any of your own stunts. But he hasn't done stunts since like Die Hard 3. Die Hard that 3? Was, that was 42 years ago, Nathan. I don't know if my mask correct on that. I watched a ripoff of Die Hard, Nick. Which one was Olympus it? Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, what a great movie. It's a cracking movie. The second one, not quite as good as um, normally sequels are, yep. Nick. But I'm telling you, they ripped off Die Hard. Just like the Ice Nine Kills, Silver Scream 2 album. Yes, Nick. <laughs> ripping as, it off forever. Forever more. Forever more, Raven. We do... <laughs> You. Uh, we do. Sorry. We have a lot of cool music to talk about, Nathan. And I guess, like, what better way than to just jump into it? We jumping in. I reckon we jump in now. We've got two albums. Yes. Um, I'll give you the new ball. Which one you want to start with? Oh, okay. Because why not? And if you want to sing the whole thing, that's okay. Nick, too. I can't sing. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot sing, but I will start with the album that I listened to first on Thursday. Okay. What album was that, Nick? It was Every Time I Die. Was it? With Radical. Oh, it was close. No, it, quite, it wasn't quite. It was Amazing Things by Don Broco. But <laughs> I can talk video. about... I'll talk about Radical first. Yes. Okay, Nick Brown. But Nick, monstrous. This yes. album's huge. Our, our expectations. Yes, go on. Yeah, I, I think Every Time I Die... Uh, oh, no. I was listening to someone talk about this today, and like we all we know this, but I think it was just good to reiterate. It's like we have different expectations, and we rate bands differently depending on the band because you know they have built up... Reputation, things, Nick. Same, thing, like, same reason we judge architects so hard. Deftones. Because they have such a high high bar, and when they when they drop below that... Yes. Like, I completely understand Holy Hell would be the best album in a lot of bands' discographies, but it's one of the worst, in our opinion, architects. For architects, one. yep. Now, every time I die, none of this is applied to that because it's fucking fantastic. They're, they're getting better. <laughs> they're actually, like, I'm telling you, it's a lot darker the theme than Low Teen. So it's yeah. a lot, lot heavier in style, but like from Dark Distance and Sly, that, that was the beginning. Into all those singles that we just, oh we, like, I'm telling you, we got a lot of singles in a row. And then out of nowhere, I thought I was listening to Carnival when fucking Thing with Feathers came on. <laughs> I'm like, is this fucking Ian Kenny or is this Keith Buckley? I was like, what is going on you here? You know what I thought? Actually... Ash Hull's relatives on that, Nick. I, 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 Did you I, know I, that? I, wait, who's what's on? Andy Hull does a feature on that. that... Ash Hull's. Um, long lost cousin, you fucking dickhead. I'm such a piece of trash. But yeah, go on. I, I thought it was like very surge tanky and actually very system down. Um, for some reason, I got a couple of moments where Keith was going up in the vocal range, yes. and getting a bit of system vibe. But I like the fact that you're getting a bit of Ian Kenny vibe. That's Ian completely Kenny. fine with me. Well, I like this. So two weeks in a row, Knock Loose came out and went heavy, heavy, heavy. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're 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 extreme. What what the hell? Every time I die, they didn't strip it back at all. Nick, yes, there's a couple of mix up songs, but yeah. this is fucking heavy. Then Nick, yes. out of nowhere, is another feature. Yeah. Josh Scogan. Yes. Who's he? He's from the band 68. Yes. And what else kind of fame did he come from? He Nick? comes from a clothing brand, Rip Curl. He was one of the first poster childs for said brand. Classic. And that's exactly right. He's from Normal Jean and the Chariot used okay, to sing back that in the day. Nick, <laughs> that makes more sense than what So I that said. was all this and war. Another cracking song. Nick, I don't want to talk about the singles. Yes. Okay. Let's fuck, talk about the new fuck, songs. Fuck the singles. Fuck the singles. So we, we got those new, the five releases, was it like AWOL, mm. Desperate Pledges, Colossal Wreck, mm. Describing My Life. That's exactly mm. how we roll, Nick. Absolutely. I'm telling you. Now, five years in between drinks. Yep. Oh, I didn't think they could get better as a band. Mm. I think they've gotten better as a band. Wait, hang on. Are you are you saying what I think you're saying? Nick, I, I am. Are you saying Radical, in your opinion, is better than Low Team? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no but... In all, in all seriousness, I will always go to my grave with Low Teens as my favourite yep. every time I die album because that's what really launched my extreme love for the band. Yeah. This being brand new, I thought Radical is a step up music-wise because the riffs and the fucking insane nonsense of the drums in this, Nick, yeah. are out of control. But like, White Void, Nick. Yeah. When, when I listen to this song... One of my favourites. 
that is almost the best song on the album. Yeah. I, I listened to that after it was fucking that r- ridiculously heavy song. I, I just have you got the the, the, whip, the, whip, the whip the whip into the that Nick is no. one of the greatest one true punches I've ever heard in my life. The whip's one of the heaviest songs every time I die I've ever done. How groovy is it's it? Absolutely fucked when they get to that breakdown at the end. Some it's a it's a type of breakdown <laughs> they've never done. Never. Like it's it's insane. Um, this is they're taking the piss. This Nick. is so good. Like I had so I had so much fun with this. Album. Yes. And you know what the funny thing is? I don't know why. Maybe this is just something that I did um, kind of subconsciously. But I really, I on purpose, I didn't really like blast the singles previously. So when I was listening to the album, I was oh, like... Oh, so they just, I, you jammed through them, I you actually, liked them. Yeah, I actually kind of listened to them like, man, these are great songs. I can kind of like, I almost remembered them worse than what they actually were. Maybe it's in the context of the album. Dark Distance is such an amazing opener. Like, oh my that God, That fucking kills me. Uh, as you said, the song All This and War with 68 is amazing. Things with Feathers is amazing. Hostile Architecture is amazing. Nick, the, the song names as well. I know, that's a stupid. Hostile Architecture might be the dumbest song title of all time. But the greatest song yeah, following that. Since, since Party of the De- <laughs> Party with the Devil by Attila. Um, we got a song about sex, Nick, as well. It's, it's just sex, 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 Dave. <laughs> Then you got like the map change, like People versus kind of yes. the map change of the album. Yeah. But they didn't close with that, Nick. They didn't. They came back and they fucked us with We Go Together. We go together. Yeah. We go yeah. together. Yeah. Like Where Vegemite we going? and uh, peanut butter. You know what jelly is over in America? Jam. It's jam, yes. Did you know, fun fact, go on. that the Foo Fighters song, Learn to Fly. What's it written about? It's just written about Dave Grohl wanting to learn to fly. Really, it's no like it's no deep meaning of like no. you know, of like uh, what is above or like darkness and lightness in the world or anything. It's just Dave Grohl wanted to learn how to fly. Fuck, makes him, it makes him a lot shitter, doesn't it? Oh <laughs> I thought it was so much more technical than that, <laughs> yeah, Nick. What, Learning what? to fly. I'm, I'm, that's what I heard. Well, he con- said it. I heard him say it. The conjectured rumors are true about the my hero being about Kirk Cobain. Yeah, yeah. Well, but back to back to every time. I yeah, died. sorry, sorry. Nick, I, I really like. <laughs> I wanted so much to have Don Brocco as my favorite album of the year after listening to that on yeah. the Thursday, but I can't go past Radical Nick. It's really hard. Isn't this, it? There's no duds. Absolutely no duds on this album, I don't think. And what can you say? Like, I thought maybe it was a bit long my first listen because, like, I, yep. I was in the car, it's 51 minutes. And I'm like, is this too much every time I die for me? But, but Nick, <laughs> I came back out of the way, double vaccination, listened to it again. And I had the great, like you said, the best time of all time when I was listening to it. So I can't argue with anything. Yeah, I, I had the same thing of like, I listened to it. And I was like, Matt, is this too much of every time I die? And then I looked down and all of a sudden, I, heavy. I had an every time I die tattoo on my arm. And I was like, oh, well, I can't. That's obviously, it's ingrained in me. So our new tag team is called Radicals. Is, yeah. that, is, that, is that who we are? The, the Radicals. Radicals. The okay. Radicals, I would say. That'd be amazing. I Yeah, like, I do agree. Maybe a song or two could be cut from this. Uh, it is 16 tracks. And naturally, I thought, on this kind of style, yeah. it is. It can be, you know, you could probably get away with cutting one or two tracks, getting it down to an even 45 minutes or so. I thought maybe Colossal Wreck Desperate Pleasures coming out so long ago yeah, might have been the two just and, standalone. And that yeah. must be a thing where, obviously, it, it feels like probably quarantine and everything pushed that back. I, yep. I don't think every time I die a band who would have naturally waited a year for an album to come out with those songs on it. Well, like you say, it was probably ready in 2020 when yeah. they released those two singles and then thinking, all right, give it three, four months, we'll get the album out and it just turned into yeah. like you say I wonder how it works with um, with albums like that because like I, I could imagine right you, you write an album say they wrote this in 2020 um, they go uh, okay we can't really we don't want to release it just say this is what happened because they did they push it back yeah. ages didn't they and yeah. they so say yeah say they um, they push it back all this way do they start rewriting songs? Do they start putting more stuff in? Because all of a sudden, you know, the heavy music landscape does change. Do they kind of go, like, does songs start getting boring to them? Like, yeah. why, fuck me. If I was listening to a song for 12 months before it even released, I'd be, I'd be getting so sick of it. We've heard that, haven't we? Yeah, bands? absolutely. Because bands, like you say, they're cycles in albums. Because albums, for some reason, take so long to be released. 
whether yeah. it's through the music videos, like you, you got your band aids for a tour coming up, whatever it is, jumping on an overseas thing. But bands, like you say, are constantly writing. So yeah. like, I, I don't know who it was on a takeover. It might have been great, mine. I don't know. But they're like, we got like twenty songs written. I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. How are you going to go? You got twenty new songs, and you're playing the, the, the all the songs are fucking conduit. I'm like. Like you say, are you going to get sick of them? But if you're every time I die, I guess you can just do whatever the fuck you want, Nick. <laughs> nah, there, are, there are so many songs on this album that I I can't wait to hopefully hear live. Um, you know, hopefully they can come down in the next Give year. Give me or three so. favourites. Uh, oh, three top to White see Void, live. Yes. Um, the opener, which is Dark something. Dark, the Dark, dark, the dark Distance, order. Nick. <laughs> the yeah, dark the Dark Order. order. We're all with that, AEW. Star Wars. Yeah. And my other one... I really, I really like. I know the name's so dumb. Hostile architecture. <laughs> I really like hostile architecture. I think I had, I had a lot of fun with that song. Um, there's this mo- song. I can't remember which one it is, but it sounds like a kettle's going off when Keith's screaming. Can we talk like Keith Buckley? Yeah. Now we all, we all know he's the, one of the sexiest men, top five sexiest front men in the scene. But his voice, dude, his voice is sex. so like sex, sex, he's, sex. He's Jesus, Nick. I don't think there's someone better than him. Like, technically, there probably is. Like, I, I'm sure Marcus Bridge probably has a better range than him, right? For but sure, yes. I just Keith's voice, and I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a vocalist who suits the sound of the band More. as much yeah. as Keith Buckley to Every Time I Die. Like, I don't even, yeah, like, even bands who I love, I sometimes go, like, oh, I wish someone else was on that track. Like, Every Time I Die, it's just, it just is. Uh, to, quote, to quote Sam Carter, an architect, Go on. it's a match made in heaven. Match mate. made in heaven, Nick. <laughs> so it met your expectations? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I had a sure. lot of fun. I, I was worried that this wasn't going to. Yeah. I really was. I really thought to myself, like... Well, it's been built off for so long in our minds. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. And it was going head to head with another great album. Big album. Like, we, we talked about this. We said that these two albums will be in the top three with Turnstile for yes. the album of the year, right? I know it's a bit of a... It's a very um, <laughs> bookmark uh, statement to make. Yeah. But... I completely agree with that. I, on you know, we're only been a couple of days since release. Yes, but I completely agree with that statement at the moment. Roll into it then. Yeah, Nick. let's go into amazing things. Hit me. You were amazing. Oh, what a song, Nick. And ba- we ba- were ba- amazing ba- things. Is that a Ford ad? Ba- 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 I'm not sure. I hope the first, TV ad back in the I day. I hope Thirsty Merck do a cover of it. <laughs> that summertime one two punch, Nick. Why don't they fucking headline the next Sun Cage? You know what I love about Don Broco or Broco or whatever you want to call him? Yeah, go on. Don Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's it, the thing is that they do that I think is really kind of understated. They really have mastered the idea of repetition. And so you have songs like uh, Gum Shield's an easier example of it, right? And like a song that probably people have heard. So I'll go with that. That song doesn't have a lot going on in it. No. It really doesn't, especially vocally. Vocally, uh, that, that, it's that, just, that, it's, a, it's a lot of lines repeated. Yes, and Nick. that's complete. And like, I know there's this thing in like heavy music where every line, ha- like there has to be just all these different lines. It has to be so like. Technical lyri- out of this world. Lyrically, de- meaning lyrically and dense and all this shit. And it's just yeah. like. I, I, We're not all no on the planet, are we? No Nick? one cares. No, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't care. A lot of the time, I don't care when I listen to a heavy band no, what Nick. they're actually singing about. And Don Broco, a lot of the time in this album, have just no, have just kind of realized that and gone, you know what? We can um, repeat a few lines. And it's all about having it be, you know, having that earworm stuck in your fucking head. And I've got, I've got about 10 of them from this 10 album. 10 of them, Nick. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I love this album as well. I was so, you know, when they, this album starts off with like two, the first like five songs, it's like four songs that have been released. So I was a little bit worried that it was all going to be down. Yes, it was going to be like a front loaded album. But then they 
have a song called Bruce Willis. Oh, you like it? Uh, Nathan, it's called Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I know I watched the worst Bruce Willis movie of all time. They say yippee ki yay, motherfucker. motherfucker. they do. It's yep. the dumbest shit of all time. So dumb. Revenge Body is a song title. Like, there's no... Yes. You can't do that. You, they could write a song about anything. They could write a song about Terminator 3, the forgotten Terminator movie. I did read a not comment as, on Not as good as the second one. I did read a comment on YouTube about it. They finally learnt to meme themselves within yeah. writing this kind of music, which is good, Nick, like you say. I've got this written. So I reckon this is the best collection of singles we've got as an album since yeah. Ammo. So I reckon Am- Ammo back in 2019, like full of chock-a-block big singles. So we-, we thought that the album was good, but the singles carried it. I think this is a little bit similar in that regard. But Nick, then I heard Swimwear Season. Yeah, That might be my favorite song of all time, Nick. I say that every single week, no, but this I might don't. actually take the cake. I- this might be my favorite song on the album and of the year, because this... This, this fucked me. I was in the car, Nick, early, early days, 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, all right. I got the first two Gum Shield Manchester. I didn't skip them. Listened to them fully through. Well, they're just great songs. Great why, songs. Why would you skip those songs? Bobbing my head to that. I'm thinking, yeah. all right, good stuff, Donnie's. All right, I'll pay you one, too. <laughs> Donnie's. Let's, just see, let's see if they can get the trifecta, Nick. So they've come out with Swimwear Season. And, uh, Nick, Swimwear I lost my... It is unbelievable. It's very Ocean Grove. I actually think yeah, of Ocean Grove when I hear that. Very similar to Ocean Grove, but they did that they had flip phone out before fucking this came out. So well done, Ocean Grove. But Nick... <laughs> So then you got one true prince. So I'm really impressed by the, the backup singing. But do you know who does the backup singing? Who does? I. It would be. Go on. It would be Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, it is <laughs> Nick Brown, the former Batman himself. No, it's actually the drummer, Nick. But no, that makes sense. The drummer. <laughs> yeah. So the, the drummer, I watched the, the the video for One True Prince up on YouTube. Very, very good song. Very deft tones in, very deft in, um, in, in tone there. But he does a lot of backups throughout this whole album and drums at the same time. Very impressive. I've always been impressed with that. The Code Orange guy did it for a long time. Yeah. Atreus guy did that. I just can't do that. Cram, Gillespie. Cram from Spider-Man did it, Nate. Cram from Spider-Man did it. Not even their front man, though, but I'm telling you, Nick. So he had a very interesting story, actually, Caught, turned into kind of the album. So during yep. COVID, lost three uncles within a month of COVID, Jesus. Nick Brown. So very deep, which um, kind of ends the album. But Anaheim, that is like, if yeah. they're, they're a Coachella band now, Nick. I, I think like with a song like that, Dude. put that on a Coachella lineup. How are you done with the existing as well? It's Another unreal. fucking huge hook. Hook heavy, Nick. And we love the hooks. We're, the hooks are what great. Are we, three suckers. Album. I'm a sucker for three things, Nick. What are they? Gang vocals, punk beaks, and a great hook. And also Bilson's. And Bilson's. We're going to change that to four, Nick. <laughs> we're wrong with that. But like you say, so it's no secret. Gumshield, Manchester Superheads, number one fan. Endorphins, Uber, monster singles. Yeah. Absolutely monster singles. But then like you get through, did it fade a little bit? To me, yes. Only okay. reason I say this, Nick, because I over-listened to the singles. Yeah. Okay, so I like I, I, I came into the album having listened to all those songs five, 10, 15 times and you love them. Yeah. And as a whole, listening to the whole album, it kind of hurt it a little bit for me. But like you say, Bruce Willis for me wasn't, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Yep. I wasn't a really huge fan of Revenge Body either, but I thought that was probably the best of those back end songs. And yep. then you got Easter Sunday finishing Big Meaning, which has to do with the drummer as well. But like you say, they're on our radar now. This is a cracking list. Like yeah. you say, there's eight to 10 Brilliant fucking songs. They're not just brilliant. Like, you know when I said a few weeks ago, we're doing a review, Dying Wish, I think I said. Yep. I'm going to rate a, an album on how many great songs there are. This has between eight and ten great yeah. fucking songs, which puts it at the top. That's the top echelon, right? Fucking oath, Nick. Yeah. And it's our first listen. How lucky were we to actually, this is our first, like, experience. Yeah, kind of my first introduction to the band. Because I skipped never, them so often. Yeah, we never really got gave them any sort of a chance. For whatever no. reason, they just never really popped up on our radar. And then it turned to David, it took a David Beckham look like for us to <laughs> pay any sort of attention. video, though. <laughs> it's so good. I watched I it yesterday. I've got a good quiz question for you oh, with these guys later, too. You're going to love it. Oh, you bastard. Sexy uh, ads. There is something, like, they do something really well is 
the simplicity of their riffs sometimes. Yep. And when they've got so much other stuff going on, kind of like all the Simpson kind of like electronic, very yeah. like um very rhythm based a lot of the time. Yep. And then they have this really simple riff, and I don't know if it's the production or what. They just hit so hard. It's just like or something simple as shit. And it's just all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? It sounds like the heaviest shit you've ever heard in your life. It's like, it's like you're listening to Knock Loose again. And actually it's like listening to Bring Me. It really reminded yeah. me a lot of Bring Me the Riffs. Like the riffs really, especially like post kind of um happy I mean, sorry, like ammo-ish to post-survival. Like yeah. when they hit with their riffs, they hit hard. And it kind of felt like that at times. You're like, holy fuck, this is a kind of stadium rock. They feel like a Coachella band. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm just saying that because I'm thinking about Coachella because yeah. like it's being re-released. But like they would be perfect on Coachella to grow their fucking brand. They could be the biggest rock band in our scene. They this, could do it. This album has so much, is screaming for like the amount of influence that this album could have in the years to come. Oh, for sure. It's like insane. Like, as you say, the way that they've kind of treated this and yep. like having songs like Manchester Super Red, number one band, and Gum Shield and Revenge Body and Bruce Willis. Any other actors you think should be written about for oh, like Arnie. a song? Arnie. Arnie's, Arnie. Just have a Terminator song. Yeah, Terminator would be great. Well, that's one of the only sequels ever that was better than the first one. <sighs> Wesley Snipes. I reckon oh, a song called Wesley Snipes would be Wesley fantastic. Wesley Snipes would be fantastic. Yeah. What about Kevin James from Kevin Zookeeper? <laughs> what about his... <laughs> we really took a dip there, didn't <laughs> what we? What about his UFC movie? Do you remember that? What was that called? Here comes the boom. Mate. Here comes the fucking... Why don't we write a song called Here Comes the you know, Fucking Boom? You know that fucking movie? That's got um the guy who plays... um Who does the A? I can't remember his fucking name. He's the coolest guy. Uh, Which one? The A? Uh, he does... Oh, I'm going to fucking find Get it. it up oh, right now. Shit. And he does like this acoustic version of Here Comes the Boom. And it's just like... It's the dumbest shit you've ever heard, but it sounds so good. It's just like playing on a guitar. It's like, boom. Is it on YouTube? You've got to play this now. Ready or not, here comes the boys from the south. Harry Winkler, who plays... Henry uh, Winkler is in the Fonz. The Fonz, yeah. You're kidding me, Nick. He's (laughs) in the movie. He's like (laughs) one of the main people in the movie. And at one point, they're at an airport, and he just starts playing Boom by (laughs) P.O.D. acoustically. Like... What? Where did his career go to get that to happen? Oh, Nick, they're one of those unheralded bands over the years. P.O.D., sorry, just oh. lost in the fucking shuffle they were. But my God, what a band. What a band. I've got their greatest hits. P.O.D. or Don Broco, who wins? I'm going P.O.D. every fucking day, <laughs> motherfuckers, Nick. They're a WWE band. I grew up with that. Oh nah, but God. seriously, yeah. like I they love, are. I love this, and they got the image. They got that yeah. sex appeal, like the sex appeal oh, the throughout sing- the whole the fucking album. Comes straight out of the eighties. Yes, his hair right now is. He look like Michael Hutchins. Stunning. Oh my, he does. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. So Michael Hutchins look. Like. It's insane. Uh, yeah, I love this. I, I'm very, I'm very happy to say that both albums have delivered. What corner would you be? Would you, if you could go one? Every time I die. It's yeah. It, I was the same. Look, I, I think. I, I want it to be done. In terms of my personal, it's every time I die. Um. In terms of what's going to like kind of be remembered in a few years' time, it's going to be Don Broco. It's going to be Don Broco. It's exactly like, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, we had Ammo and Knock Loose, Different Shade of Blue, two years ago. Like, yeah. Different Shade of Blue for me, especially, has that different meaning now, or is Ammo yeah. just another great yeah. album in the catalog? Yeah. So, and like you say, this will be the album for Don Broco. It's our chasing ghost, Sempaternal for Bring Me when we first came to the scene. So. Where, like, for every time I die, they've, they've got a track record got of 10. releasing amazing albums. So, nine, it's like, sorry. it's just, it's ninth, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty nuts for 22 years. A great band. God, they're good. Evolution. Evolution. Greatest um, team ever in WWE history. So, evolution is a mystery, they say. That should be a fucking Don Broco song. Evolution. <laughs> Ric Flair is a feature, Nick. Imagine that. Sell out. I love it. Can we talk about Void of Vision? Bounce O Vision. Uh, what? what? Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I'm can, just, can you I say that word one. again? I'm just Bounce O Vision? Hey, like, get a bit close to me uh, so I can uh, smack you in the face. <laughs> 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 like, 
It's like in America, they have a Rama at the end of everything. It's like Banto Rama. It's Voidorama. That's what this is. Uh, they've got a new EP out right now, Nathan. Four tracks. Look, it, it is only really one and a half more tracks than what they had already had. So I'm a bit bummed on that shit. But Chronicles 1, Lust, which does kind of pose the idea Go of on. A, potentially a second one. Maybe they do three, four tracks and make it an album. Nick, I have no issue with that. I've already got a theory. What do you? What's your theory? I, I love fan theories. Nick, this is a great theory, though. So... <laughs> <laughs> if you say it's a great theory, it's not going to be a All great right. theory. I'll, I'll sell you on this. Okay, bring okay. It. early trivia quiz question for you, Nick. Mm. What are the seven deadly sins? <laughs> I haven't read. Isn't that a book by Corey Taylor? I don't have no um, idea, Nick. I don't I, think so. I think I it's have... a, like a prophet thing from back in the day. Oh, so like thou a, like shall a... not... Uh, play in a <laughs> pop punk band. <laughs> I can know if that's a great one. That could be number one. But no, Nick. So there's seven. Seven words. So lust, which is this, Ooh. is one of the seven. So okay. we got pride, we got greed, we got envy, we got gluttony, we got wrath, we got sloth, and then obviously lust. So could we get seven EPs. a seven fucking part EP Chronicle series? I sure hope not. <laughs> I don't want twenty eight songs from this shit. <laughs> Holy fucking hell! What do you think? Oh, it's, Sorry, it's Maples. a great idea. I love it. I, <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. It's like one of those really cool fan theories of like, like when they say someone's died and they've been replaced by a lookalike or something like that. It's, uh, about, mean, it's about on that, line, that mean level. Mean Gene Oakland, Nick. Yep, Mean Gene Oakland. Sorry, I was just And Avril Lavigne. They thought, they thought that for Avril Lavigne for oh, a while. Fuck you. But this EP, Nathan. <laughs> um, sorry. As we kind of get <laughs> Lost my mind, Nick. Sorry. Uh, four tracks. Yes. There is a song called Gothica. Yes. Now. Gothica is a movie from the 2000s. Yes. Starring Halle Berry. Yes, classic. I, rem- um, I wouldn't call it a classic. <laughs> Box office flop. <laughs> now, they have had an EP called Disturbia, which is a classic. Rihanna. Buff. Well, yeah. What, if, okay. In order. Yep. Rate them. Disturbia, song by Rihanna. Oh. Disturbia movie with Shia LaBeouf. Disturbia, Void of Vision EP. Okay, I'm going Shia LaBeouf at one. Yep. Rihanna no, two. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously Void at three, sorry. It's so, well, you, you can't compete with Shia <laughs> no, Rihanna. You can't. Yeah. What a man. It's a bit harsh for us to really put that in. Didn't he have a meltdown like a couple of years ago? Who, Jack from Void of Vision or we'll Shia roll LaBeouf? roll with both. <laughs> <laughs> what, so actually, that was kind of like a meaning behind this, Nick Brown. Yes. So that had the big statement five five kind of days ago, outlining a change to the scene, the culture, and they want to be at the top and the forefront of the change of that. So Be on the right side of that change. Be on the right, exactly, Nick. So they've come out, they've changed their style, not obviously musically, but they've got a different image and a different look. And Nick, they, had, they had a fucking German name as the first song. So do you know how to pronounce that? Yes, I do. Go on. Um, no, I'm on... No, I'm not trying. I'm not, no, I'm not even going to give it a... Own shite. On shite. <laughs> oh, on site, I'm going to say. What, yeah, well, that could be on site. It yeah. means without sight. So that's what go. the German actual meaning for that is. So, Nick, we are void of vision. That's what they say. That's what they fucking say. So you I was kind of scared of that. But Nick, no, Nick, I'm telling you. So going, obviously, from that to Gothica. Yep. Bounce core. I love that. That's void. Doing yeah, their great. thing. Doing their thing. And then you got, obviously, the new one, which is the new single, Vampire. Weird spelling. Like, I, I don't spell vampire that way, but I like it. It's vampire. <laughs> vampire. That's a new chain of um, Bilsons coming out to you um, very, very shortly, Nick. But obviously, we got the um, the the Lonely People, which we heard a few weeks ago, cracking song. So there's three new ones. We've got the, the little filler at the start, which will be a beautiful live opener. It's yep. going to be really, really well done. And I like this. I, it's not, not a big release. It's enough to get in like a tour, because obviously, they've got the tour coming up with the Lonely People tour with Deadlights Gloom yep. coming in January. That's basically Huge. sold out everywhere which is going to be a massive tour so there's four new songs to add to the set list perfect timing it's and a, festival season it's so. a good palate cleanser um, just to like hey hey guys we're still here we're still doing shit yeah. um, you know like I wonder um, first of all second time they've done a four track Disturbia was yes. a four track as yes. well which is cool um, I wonder if they're going to kind of 
jump on the similar bandwagon of what they did there where they I think I think for memory and I might be a little bit wrong here where they released Disturbia late 2018 and then Hyper Days kind of towards the back end of 2019 and I wonder if that's going to be something similar where they're going to release you know this one this EP the back end of 2021 and then maybe an album towards you know middle section of 2022 I like it I think Disturbia actually came sorry 17 17 sorry October 10 2017 well there you go kills all my theory (laughs) (laughs) but like Obviously, they're a band that actually did stuff through the pandemic. Yeah. They did the, the Redux with Hyper Days, which was really, really cool to hear. Now we've got new music. So back now that the gigs are happening, I think it's a good move by Void. And like you say, it's a different view. They're going to have different shit wearing on stage. What would you rather them do? Yeah. Would you rather them release an album, say, next year, yeah. August? Or would you rather them release two two to three more EPs like, like <sighs> this to kind of get rid of your Seven Deadly Sins kind of theory? I reckon get through two singles next year into an album early 2023. Interesting, because like you could tour. Like uh, I, I still think like they had their run with like obviously Hyper Days had a really good run, but they didn't really get to go overseas that much, and a lot of our bands haven't. So whether they want to go tour that overseas and get that out of the system, I don't know. But like you say, they've got scope to do another album. Yeah. So whether they want to do that, were you surprised there wasn't a lot more electronics, Nick? Or were you happy with the sound? There's electronics here. Like they Enough, are. Yeah. It feels sometimes the electronics are a little bit buried in the mix. Yes. Um, sometimes because there is a lot of fuck. It's pretty heavy. Like, it is. It's, it's probably the heaviest shit they've ever done. Yep. Really. Like it's really, and it's kind of has that, has a bit of an industrial feel to it at times. Uh, I do think a lot like of this that. has that alien. I, I kind of keep using alien North Lane as a bench. That's kind of like a, a quota for, um, for Void of Vision, but it feels like, a bit of that sound is kind mm. of transferred over. We talk about that influence of that album's going to start coming through, hopefully. And yep. I think this is an example of that. Even on the image, like, you know, they're all wearing the lever and shit. And like, yes, uh, North, North Lane had the same deal. Like, they had their little run with that. I don't know if they're still doing that. Mm. I haven't really seen them lately. Sorry, guys. I couldn't yeah. come to your meeting last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're another band with an album ready to go, Nick. Yeah, North Lane. Exactly. So when the fuck are we going to hear new music well, from them? I want I want more songs from um, Void of Vision about, like, 2000s thriller movies now that they've gotten <sighs> two. I've got a couple of mine. So they're going to be our 2000s thriller band. Well, maybe just call it Thriller. Oh my well, God, Michael Jackson movie. MJ covers, uh, Nick. But uh, I've got a couple of examples, Nick. Yes, Nick. Uh, one of my favourite 2000 Thriller movies, oh, no. Cellular. I don't know if you ever heard, saw that one. <sighs> no, Amazing Nick. movie. Cracking movie. Oh, absolutely. Give me a, like, a little rundown on it. Uh, well, this guy, um, this is back when cell phones weren't as prevalent. Someone no. gets kidnapped. They have like a cell phone that they need to put back together. And they she can only call this random number. And it's just this <sighs> random guy. He's like, hey, he's like, help me. And the guy's like, oh, fucking bullshit. I'm going to have to go find this girl. Goes into like a, uh, his phone's going to run out of charge. He goes into like a phone shop, pulls a gun on him and goes, ah, give me a fucking phone charger because there's a massive line. Holy and shit. And then he gets the charger and he gives him like a hundred bucks and the charger's only 20 bucks and they interview the person on the news and he's like, well, he didn't really rob us. He gave us extra money. So fucking I don't know what's going on. And then there's a guy with a mustache in it and he shoots him and it's very 2000s. Yeah, fucking it's cowboy stolen. Uh, I think it's based in the 1700s. I can't remember. <laughs> Back to the Future uh, Stone. Ne- next one, Panic Room with Jodie Foster. I would love a song one called of my Panic favorites. Room. Amazing. Next one, Vantage Point. Very weird movie. It had, I'm pretty sure it had Matthew Fox from The Lost, which is in that. I Matthew J. Fox, Nick. <laughs> is it Matthew J. Fox? I got Fox? no idea, but uh, I'm rolling we'll, with we'll it. put a J on there. I MJ mind. Fox. Yeah, I don't mind. Sounds good to me. And then fi- finally, you know, one of the best 2000s uh, thrillers, I would say, is The Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Unbelievable Unbelievable. Movie. Still haven't seen it. Critically acclaimed, Nick, <laughs> that movie. Still, I still haven't seen them. I'm pretty. I don't know who ripped off who. Whether it was the Butterfly Effect band or the movie? Yeah, what came good first? Uh, what? That could be. A, that could be a trivia question for you next week. That's a chicken or the egg kind of situation. Yeah, no, it? it is, Nick. My God. <laughs> well, maybe one. Maybe but the Butterfly Effect of one contributed to the other existing. Holy Ooh. shit! And I'm sure there's one other two thousand. <laughs> 
I'm forgetting, but those are the main ones. Maybe one with Bruce Willis in it. Die Hard 4. It's all I can think of with Bruce Willis now. Just his beautiful, bald skull, Nick. He's a fucking digger. He is. <laughs> no, I, I, I quite like this. I, I like Void Vision sound here. Um, they have gone really heavy. Like, yeah, as I said, electronics are there. I would have liked a bit more. I know this sounds weird. A bit I more music. A bit more rave. <laughs> a bit more rave vibes, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a couple more rave vibes. A bit of yeah. Calvin Harris-inspired metalcore. Oh like, God, it's, it's, that's all I want, Nathan. We're getting Aoki on the next Static Revenue yeah, release. Yeah, exactly. That's all we, it's all we, anyone wants. It's, hard, it's a hard feature to get. But, you know, if I'm allowed to go on to a single by another band... Oh, I've got two, yes. I've got one that I think um, you know, kind of has that rave element to it, Nathan. Um, Is that because it's got wave in it? Well, <sighs> rave wave, live, conform, die, terror wave. Uh, uh, what is this? <laughs> this is a fucking step back song, Nick. This is a new metal song from the early to late 90s, early 2000s. This is fucked. This takes me back to my childhood. This is what it does. It fucking... This is Michael... Michael J. Fox is actually the actual actor from nah, Back to the Future. Go. He's the MJ Fox. I'm sorry I might have fucked that up. But Nick, yes. this transported me back in yes. the DeLorean with the dock. I love it. This is where I went. Where'd you go? Uh, I, I got no idea. But Nick, <laughs> Haraway, I, I swear to God, I thought it was going to be a horror film on fucking the sound. But I love every part of this song, Nick. I love every part of this band. I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are, but Nick. Live, conform, die, baby. They um, conform, die. They had a couple of songs a couple of years ago. They've got an album. Um, they're a band. Circa 94, Nick, is yeah, the album. Absolutely. And they had the song Luxury Letdown, which was fantastic. They're the Amur of Australia, as I like to call them. I think I said that last week. And this song starts with like a Russian Gabba beat. And it's just the most ridiculous shit I've a ever heard. It's a Gabba beat, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. The song's pretty fucking insane. The video's funny to me because like have you seen the video clip Sorry. i have seen the video so clip. it's very zombie inspired um there is a little bit of army of the dead inspiration i can see from that maybe and a little bit of zombie land with the, the clowns yes, and it, shit like yes, that yes. but when the band are on screen and i mean this in the nicest way but and this is me who can beat up anyone he but can. i remember like, when, when the band is on i'm wearing a toronto maple he's literally at um, a goon right now <laughs> yeah for good reason because i'm ready to fight my name's finley and i, I like to fight oh my god <laughs> That's a reference, isn't it? it? Is. Uh, but when they come on screen, the band themselves, I just look at it, I'm like, ah, oh, they're fucking 18-year-old kids from Perth. I could beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> and I don't know if that's right for me to think of. I don't know if that's the good thing for me to think of straight away. That if I, when as soon as I see a band, I'm like, I, I instantly think, like almost like a calculation in my calculation brain. Calculation. Like, I'm like, oh, should I, can I beat them up? Like, that's my first thing I think every time I see a band. And, you know, Nathan, the answer is yes, I could beat the shit out of them. Obviously. Although, I wouldn't survive a zombie apocalypse because I know for a fact I would be beating up so many zombies with my bare fist that one would just kind of clip me and then I turn into Would one. you be a bare fister going after the, um, the, the zombies? Hey, who's, who's using guns and swords, <sighs> mate? Just punch them through the fucking skull. I'd be a cricket bat guy. You cricket bat? Yeah, fucking cricket Short bat. Short of the dead style. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Would you be Grey Nick or Kookaburra? Uh, I'd be a sla- I'm a slashing guy. Oh, I thought you were a beast man back in the day, Nick. <laughs> I, what I, happened? I'd, I'd pull a really good cover drive. Oh, <laughs> fucking smack bang. Golf tee style. Bang. It's not, the right, it's not the right shot to perform on a zombie, but I'd love a good cover drive on them. Imagine that, Nick. The golf range. Like oh. You just get one of those skulls and you just fucking... Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, my God. What were we talking about? Ah, conform. <laughs> What was, the, what was the other song you said? You've said oh, you well, Nick, this one. one of my. This might have been almost my favorite song of the week. Ooh. It's called Factory Fire's Funeral Pyre. A band <laughs> called Loon. <laughs> what? That's not a title. I don't to want song. to say it again. Say Nick, it right? again. I don't want to say it. Factory Fire's Funeral Pyre. Something else with Loon. <laughs> what is that? I don't fucking know. But they've stitched me up. I'll get it. I'll show you now. This is the fucking song name, Nick. Look, Factory Fire's. Factory Fire's 
Funeral Pyre. Funeral Pyre. Outward. That's the shittest song title I've ever heard in my life. Have you heard the song, Nick? <laughs> no. Oh, you'd love it. I'm telling you now, you'd fucking love it. This is really, really good. So they're singing it. It's yes. actually filling in for Grapevine. Yes, I in, saw that. In their upcoming show. So I'm actually interested to see what balance, balancing act that happens. If he's going to do a bit of both, if he's going to go to Grapevine full time, if he's going to say these guys full time, what the fuck's going to happen mm-hmm. next? So, but I really like this song. You should definitely listen to this So song. talk to me, because Luna, one of those bands that I... I, we enjoyed the EP. Yes. and But we kind of were a bit like, yo, it's good, but I wouldn't mind. Hesitant and jumping aboard. Absolutely. I saw them live this year, like early at the start of the year when gigs could happen in that like two month window that it did. Yeah. And they were fantastic. And they really kind of, I actually thought to myself like, man, if they could translate what they do live onto recording, They'll because be, that's, a, got that's a really hard thing to do. It is. A lot easier said yes. than done. Um, I, I know it's hard for you to kind of comment on that, but have they done that? Have they found a way to do that? Is it's got a good vibe to it? I reckon this might be one of these songs to propel them out of that kind. Know, like they're they're at the, the infancy stages of their yeah. like their the career as a band, but I think this could definitely propel them from like say let's say two to three like the second or third support band to the main support band yeah. like on a, on a lot of gigs. So there's a bit of cleans going on in this song, Nick. It's a little bit of a change up. It's good heavy, cleans but or it's bad cleans. Pretty good cleans. So okay. I actually quite like. It. I'm pretty sure is it Nathaniel Nathan Smith or Nathaniel Smith? I'm pretty sure it's the vocalist. Uh, uh, yeah, why not? Oh, we'll roll with that. Might be <laughs> Nathan, wrong, Nathan Brown, Nathan Bridgman, Br- superstar, broken leg. I was there that night, Nick Brown. Nine and one we were before that. We were on top of the ladder. But and we're, don't we're, fucking tell we end up. <laughs> uh, we actually came ninth, I think, that year. Nick Brown, we missed the finals. It's probably the last time we came ninth, actually. Oh, fucking no. Yeah. It's because we've been flags. Do you want to do potties, Nate? Uh, no. No. Yes. <laughs> of course, Nick Brown. What a great Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first, Nick. Nate, and Parkway Drive won't drop in 2021, yeah or nay? So nay. They, they posted a thing. I've got one literally for them as well. Perfect. Yes. What do you got? I actually had this, Nick. So Parkway yes. versus Thornhill. Yes. Versus Trophy Eyes. Yes. All of teases during the week, Nick mm. Brown. Who are you listening to first and why? Uh, Parkway. 100%. Yes. I don't know why. There's just like, I'm not even, honestly, if I was to be like, who am I, the, who do I listen to the most out of those three? At the moment, I probably listen to Trophy Eyes a little bit more. Yep. Like, I'm just kind of been digging. I never really, I wasn't really around for that Chemical Miracle wave. So I'm kind of Ooh, been going back that. to that. It's yes. a great album. Good fun. And even the American Dream isn't that terrible i don't it's not as bad as what i remember it yes i remember it being awful uh but it's actually got some decent tracks on it it's an easy listener in the background yeah album. absolutely and so like parkway like they posted something but the the lyrics or whatever the, the quote that isn't it's from another song i mean so, something else was it yeah, yeah. it's from another song from off off Aya, so i'm kind oh. of like i don't know if they are teasing something it's hard to work that out Eyes obviously have a song yes. coming out which is fucking exciting um Man, if it's anything, if it's half as good as Figure Eight, I'm gonna be so happy. Oh yes, I'm really. I think Trophy Eyes are about to hit a really. I think they're about to hit their, their apex. Oh, I think they're I about it. to really peak right now. Because I love it. They've had a lot of time to do shit. Every band has. It hasn't resulted in great music all around. But I don't know why. I feel like Trophy Eyes are one of those bands who might buck that it's trend. So funny. I literally my next pot shot was about them as well. Oh, perfect. I love every. <laughs> do you want to go to it? Yeah, go for it. Well, Nick, I actually had this. So Trophy Eyes going back to a heavy sound will hurt their growth. Yeah or nay? Are they jerking they're going back to a heavy sound? Well, the 15 second tease has Johnny screaming. Johnny yeah. Floriani, our boy. So we've seen him at a, a local Manetta show back in the day. And they go, we were slapping hands. It was great. Slapping hands. He's slapping tall, hands he's a tall and man. fucking Dari. I, I almost eyeballed him. That's, yeah. how, that's how tall I am. But Wait, I'm telling you now. Me and him were slinging dicks in the urinal. Slinging <laughs> dicks in the urinal, Nick. Oh, my God. But no, it's screaming on this. So very kind of... Um, a lot of people saying men move on vibes, but okay. like I think very chemical miracle vibes. You obviously got the um the little the the tree kind of vibe in the background of the tease. So yeah. that is chemical yeah, miracle. So you yeah. got this thing where like but like trophy guys have screaming in most of their songs. Like they have they usually have that little section where they have I screaming. Hope it goes back to heavy. 
Yeah, but like it's I one love of those, it. like well, Chemical's still their biggest song can, and their best song. But you can count on me has screaming in it. And it like, does. Yeah, yes. And so so does Figure Eight. Figure Eight has a little section where it's it got screaming in it. So yep. it's like there's no. I like when they say like obviously they're going to put a certain section on and hopefully they they might just be trying to like kind of swerve your fans. Bring and, me us, do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. Could be very bring That's me like right. exactly. And, and like when they did like Happy Song and then the rest of the album's very unlike Happy Song. Kind of like when Hallians did the song Hallians on the song on the album Indian Summer and the rest of the album was nothing like nothing that. like it. Nick. Yeah, so like they could be doing that. I I don't care what they do. I I actually have full I have full faith that they're going to put out a good release. Twenty seven club. Twenty seven club coming this week. Ah, oh, not going to be as good as the Let Live version. No. Let Lips 27 Club's amazing. Yes. Uh, Nathan, for you, yes. heavy bands often sound too perfect in their production, yay or nay. So I noticed this, like, look, this isn't a bad thing, but having a well-produced record is not bad in any stretch of the no. imagination. But there's sometimes when I listen to, like, really heavy shit, I'm like, it lacks that kind of, it's a, it's a weird, it's like kind of a double-edged sword, because, like, it, you know, when you have a, a, an average production, it can all get very muddly. But yes. there is something about having maybe just a bit more of a raw production where everything isn't so perfectly like, no. you know, okay, let's cl- let's track you in, put the click track in, and do 48 takes to get the most perfect one. Like, 48. sometimes having that, like, bit of feedback noise or something in there to just try and, like, add a bit of fucking, a bit of a live element Live to element, it. that's what I thought like, we were going to equate it to. It's just, it's just something that I, I hope heavier bands go to, because... The bands who do it are fucking fantastic. Code Orange do it. Yes. And they're fucking fantastic at it. Loathe do it. Loathe, They're yep. fucking fantastic at it. Like, I don't know, but I just see a lot of, like, really heavy bands are trying to be, especially on their, like, first releases and shit. It's just, like, let's Too sound perfect. as perfect as possible. Yep. Do you agree? Yeah, 100%. Are we talking hardcore bands? Like, we're talking the Slam Down Alpha I'm, style? I'm talking, or? like, yeah, like, any, like, metalcore, deathcore kind of shit. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want... I kind of want a little bit of imperfection in it. Oh, for sure. And that's what every time I die do on, on their releases. Like, they allow that on the, they allow for the live element of that. So, like you say, if you're a deathcore band, literally, you, you got to play every beat perfectly, every fucking riff perfectly. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, uh, it feels a step out. I don't like that. We like live shit. That's what part of being kind of in a rock band in the in the day kind of was. But, like you say, very technical music. They do have the production to be the same live and does hurt it a little bit for me mm. and like hardcore band hardcore band should have call outs during the fucking shows like different to what they are on the fucking actual hardcore s- band the recording the shit of the, the production the better yes <laughs> yeah, i don't want i don't want good production on a hardcore not release. in your first ep anyway you don't <laughs> want perfection like, and that's the problem we had, we had that that plot show about the macbooks buddy being in yeah. band photos a couple of weeks ago and like it feels to that degree because like i when we did our ep like we did our favorite eps i went back and listened to a shitload of eps yeah and there were some garbage EPs from yeah. like back when we were recording because the production levels were just garbage back then compared to now. And yeah. I think we are too perfect in this day and age, Nick Brown. Fuck, that's a, that's a really good send-off there, no? Fuck yeah. Well done. Nick. Yes. Biffy Clyro are the best band in the world right now. Yeah, no? They. Um, nah, they're not because every time I die exists. Um, Don Broco exists. Oh, <laughs> you piece of trash. No, Biffy Clyro fantastic. Yes. Um, I always have time for Biffy Clyro, even if I don't like their music sometimes, and I don't. I don't like a lot of their shit, but I have a lot of time for a band like that, and um, they're Scottish, aren't they? They are Scottish, Nick. Wow. And you know what? Yeah, what? So in our scene, so like if you're trying to like, let's say you want to grow a song, like you'll get a feature. Yeah. You'll go for a Sammy Carter. You'll yeah. go for an Ellie Sykes. Yeah, yeah. You'll go for a Winston. Yeah. You know what happened? What happened? What happened with While She Sleeps? It, what happened with the Architects? They, what, they got the Biffy Clara. They got the then. fucking Biffy Clara. So you know why, Nick? Because they are huge right now. They are monstrous. You know what they did? What they do? They got a new album out. What they called? Came out during the week. What's it called? It's a shitty, na- shitty album name, Nick. What's it called? It's called The Myth of the Happily Ever After, Nick. Oh, fuck these bands. a unicorn style with that the, um, the inter- artwork. That's an interesting artwork. It's actually really good. Mm. But I'm telling you, Biffy, like they are that they are that kind of download headline style yeah. band. So like, 
They are. They've grown out of that. I think they are the best rock band in the world right now. Yeah. But like you say, every time I die, I do exist. Bring back the Biff, I reckon. Bring back the Biff, Nick. <laughs> bring back the, style. Bring back the Biffy. Who'd be the best Biff guy in the AFL, Nick, if you reckon? Uh, uh, like, uh, modernize it. Uh, who would the biggest thug? The biggest thug in music? No more Hodge around. Oh, no. Sal would, I guess, but he's old now. Like, you know who would be a thug if they were on the AFL field from a metalcore band? Oh, go on. I reckon CJ McMahon. Oh. I reckon you get him on and he's running. You give him a number, that number's not existing That's after fun. the first, first bounce. <laughs> I actually watched their return when he returned yes, to unify the amazing. video literally today, Nick. Oh, Brown. what a great video. Oh, I listened to the talk at the start. Then he came out with this. They're a band that does, they can actually bring their live sound, like you were saying, yeah. back in the, the, the kind of heavy sound and making it come across good live. Thy Art do that. Yeah. Like, he, he actually has that little bit of difference with Absolutely. his voice. It gets a bit rah, 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 but I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're all about that, Nick. You got yes. one for me? I got it? one for you. Yes. Um, John Cena is a better actor than Jennifer Aniston. Yay or nay? Yay, Nick. I need, to, I need to preface this. I was having this argument with my, a few of my friends the other day, and I was saying Jennifer Aniston's music, uh, movie discography is fucking terrible. Take Friends she, out and she's she nothing, has, Nick. She has friends, but nobody watches Friends for the acting. It's just for the writing. They're like, and I, the writing and the banter, And Nick. Friends, like, you know, a lot of people hate Friends, and I don't really have an opinion on Friends, but it's like one of those things. If you take it out, she is only thing she is in, really, is just all these crappy, like, romantic comedies from the 2000s, none of them which are good. But John Cena, Nathan, has been in... He's the modern Dwayne he's Johnson. He's been in Nick. Blockers, amazing. He's been in Suicide Squad, amazing. He's been in Vacation Friends, maybe the best movie of the year. He's been in... Probably a fourth movie that I'm thinking I of. I was just going to go back to the fucking the Marine, Nick. That's, the Mar- where, that's where it all began. <laughs> <laughs> we it's go like, for the Marine. <laughs> <laughs> that and fucking the fired up one and whatever he's in the mm. new one. But I'm telling you, John Cena, Nick, he's hilarious. He's unbelievable. He, I can't, like, when he's on the screen, you got to watch. Like, there's something about him. He's got that fucking draw factor. Like, yeah. And he's got that, you can take the piss out of him vibe. Like, Nick, back when he was rapping, back when he was basic thugonomics, John Cena style with the fucking hair slick back and the big chain. I was a fan then, and he was taking the piss out of everything then. Nathan, it was he, Hollywood he's, then, released, he's released an album. It went platinum. Platinum. It went, it went platinum. Platinum. <laughs> it went fucking platinum. I got. I got to come back. Every platinum albums you release, dickhead who's listening. Yeah, well, John Je- Cena won. Jennifer Anderson. Sorry, oh, yeah, Jennifer Anderson. How many platinum albums you release? Yeah, yeah none. But no one told me that it's gonna be this way. Da-da-da-da. You Nick. suck shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a little golf claps now. I'm just looking at an actual filmography now. A couple of ones that I actually kind of like. Bruce Almighty, but that's Jim Carrey just being absolutely yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that's not her movie. Don't uh, Rockstar, Mark Wahlberg, back in the day. Have you heard that? That was a classic. Oh, um, that was bad. A, not quite, bad. Not bad. Like a Judas Priest style in the story there, because you know what happened there? Like what when um, fucking Rob Halford left the band for a bit, they actually had like a Judas Priest um, cover band. The vocalist come mm-hmm. in and sing for Judas Priest for a couple. Rip, it, rip or something. So that's what that came from. Nick, but there's another one. Um, Horrible Bosses. It's a great movie, you're right. And We're the Millers is like one of my favourite nah. comedies of the 2010s. Interesting, Nathan. I, I have to give you, I have to burst your bubble right there. We're the Millers. Big call. Overrated. <laughs> well, Nick, you know what you want Horrible know? Bosses is great, but I do enjoy that You, you want to know what's not overrated? John Cena's filmography. Oh, <laughs> besides that, Nick, what we did on the weekend, boys, because they got the fundraiser three happening. Yes. Next year. Yes. What's the lineup? It's fucking like the greatest lineup of all time. Go on, give me, give, give, give them to me right now. Now, the, the opening band I can't remember because- Ah, no uh, Day Seek. Go Seeker, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, fucking static revenue might as well be taken. Why aren't spot. we? I'm just what saying. What happened there? I'm saying that obligation, they surely. pull out, boys. Oh, we're, we're available, I swear. We'll, Always ready. We'll sell out Stay Gold again. We're fucking. We're, we're known for it. We're good for it. You know that. It has been two and three, though. Well, we've got Bloom and Starve, two of the... The two EPs of the years in a row, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Or are they? Well, we can't reveal that I yet. tell you what, you know, Starve, Knocked Loose, Void, Two Octavian. EPs are starting to stack up now. Nick, they've been stacked all year. Yeah, but now, like, they're really going. Oh, it's fucked. Well, not, it's actually since... harder to pick the number one. And you got Onslow. Who? 
Oh, yes, Onslow. Next. I keep forgetting Onslow. I, I'm, sleep, forget, I'm sleeping on Onslow. You dare forget Amazing. Onslow. Like you say, there's five top-tier EPs. Yeah. Like, most years we get two or three really good ones. And, like, there's three or four that are pretty good. Couple that we just put in there because we was like, yeah, okay, we like you guys. But, Nick. They, they pay us. <laughs> this year, like you say, it's absolutely monstrous. But, Nick, obviously, Bloom and Starve. Two, of the, two of the best live bands right now as well. And we're entering the Uncanny Valley, Nick. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jay's posted. i got to roll with it. Uh, they are headlining, so that's going to be very, very entertaining. Cannot wait for the Bilsons to be flowing that night, Nick. I, I'm so... Surely I'm, sponsored I'm by Bilsons. I'm so bummed that it's not happening in December like it's happening in April. It, well, it's three reschedules, apparently. Like, yes. It's so fucked. I can only, I've got my tickets. I, I feel so hard. Yeah, I've got my... I swear I got a ticket when I first got announced. Yes. I'm fucking better off. Um, yeah, if I haven't, I'm getting one. Get two. Nick, um Oh, wait, I'll find one. I, I get door spots. Nick. <laughs> Chase, I, can you give me a door spot? <laughs> am I allowed to call you Nick still? Yeah. What about yay? Oh. You can call me. You can call me whatever you want, but you can't, can't call me yay. We, we can't call Yeezy Kanye anymore. I, he's I, yay, Nick. I'll call him whatever I fucking want. I was about him. to say, what happened there? Well, he's called... So Kanye West has changed his name to yay. Now, he's been wanting to do this for like two, three years now. Yes. Because and this is what I... If Family I members call him that, Correct. Yeah. Um, no, yay is the most commonly used phrase in the Bible. Yay means you. So Kanye is you. Oh, that's, that's, how good's that? Nah, pretty wanky. If yeah, you, me, but... you know what's not wanky? What? What Run the Jewels have done. What have they done? Well, it's something that we should be looking into, Nick. What is it? They got their own action figures just popped I up. I did see that. How that's pretty phenomenal cool. do they look, Nick? Yeah. Surely we have to get our own. Oh, God. Action figures would be so fucking funny. Oh, I'd love to fucking... Actually, one last it's thing. It's like an NFT. Oh, my God, Nick. <laughs> but Nick, did you see Daniel Johns has a new podcast on Spotify? I did see Daniel John said something that Silverchair and never getting back to go. Oh, I have that written here. I was fucking furious. But what's the podcast called? Freak? Uh, Is it called Freaks? Uh, <laughs> I'm a freak. Uh, just type in Daniel Johns and it'll pop up. Uh, I wish it was called Freak, but no. They have. He has come out and said he's basically like the the tour, they've toured himself into the ground. Riding with Silverchair's kind of like defeated him mentally. Hopefully, he can build those bridges up, Nick. You got to listen to this podcast. I haven't yet, but he has. <laughs> he has actually come out saying they'll never. He'll never play songs live again. That but sucks. he's got new music coming, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be indie kind of crap again. So. Yeah. I want you to come back to Silverchair. You'll get big dollars. We'll pay you ourselves, Daniel. Yeah, I'll contribute. I'll pay you three bucks. But Nick, yeah, I might give him a couple of Bilsons. Like, that surely wins him across the line. Hey, mate, if he, if he wants Portellos, we'll give him, like, three Portellos. Hey, Nick. Yeah, what's what up? What were the three summaries of the show? Uh, beforehand? Just this show today. Uh, sum it up. Every me. Time I Die. Yeah. Bangers. Yeah. Bilsons. Bilsons. And... Broco. Broco. That's four. Damn it. Oh, we did too many. Fuck, we're so shit at But there's this. a quiz. I haven't done my quiz yet, Nick Brown. Oh, my God. Back to the start, Nick Brown, on my notes here. Quiz question one, true or false? This is the question I wanted for Don Broco for you. Okay. Rob Damiani. I'm pretty sure that's, that's how you say his name. That's not a real name. name. The vocalist for Don Broco announced he'd be becoming a professional boxer earlier this year. True or false? True, because that's what he wrote Gumshield about. He did, and he tried to promote that and did it beautifully. I is was that convinced. true? Absolutely true. Oh, to promote. God. Yeah, so, Nick, it was all a media ploy for Gumshield to promote that and work really well. One of the songs of the year, but Nick, two. Yes. Death is our only prize. Is an EP by A, Dead Awake. Jesus. B, Deficit. Yep. C, Vengeance. Yep. Or D, Headwreck. Sorry, I'll take that back. It's vengeance, guys. I'm just being a dickhead. Headwreck. That's a great guess, Nick. Unfortunately, no. They released a really cool song called Eulogy during fuck. the week. Available on the Backbone Taco playlist on Spotify. But Nick, fuck, fuck, the fuck. band is called Deficit. And this came out during the week. It's definitely a, worth a listen for you hardcore listeners and lovers Hang out on. there. Deficit released an EP title called Death Is Not Real or whatever the fuck it is. Death Is Our Only Prize. And the band's called Deficit. Yeah. 
Did I spell it like weird? Did I go, is, is deficit spelt D-E-A-T-H? And then I wish. <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, no, Nick. Fuck. But that's a great guess by you. Nick, three, what song has more streams on Spotify? Is that A, or no A, but Nick, Grade Mine Lifelike, or Slowly, Slowly, Race Car Blues? Race car blues. That's a great guess, Nick. It's wrong, isn't it? It's great wine life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one of these days. I'll get one of these. One point right. two million listens to one point one million streams. I was surprised. I thought slowly, slowly might have been a few more than that. But Nick, what came first? Mm. Bring me the horizon. There is a hell mm. or a thousand suns by Lincoln Park. Um, fuck. Um, great question. I'm going to go. A thousand suns came first. That's a great guess. That's wrong. That's correct. No, it's correct. Next, so September 10, 2010 versus October 4, 2010. Ah, I remember A couple that. of weeks apart, Nick. I remember those few weeks 17. <laughs> you were about to turn 18. Oh, sorry, 17 in that period. But Nick, name me five. I mean, sorry. Question five. Name me 10 Amity Affliction songs right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's this, start off. This is hard. I, I tried doing this. Chasing Ghosts. <laughs> yes. Life Underground. Yes. R.I.P. Bond. Yeah. The song. Open letter. Correct. Um, Bondi St. Blues. This is going to really go where our sound for Amity comes Pittsburgh. in. <laughs> yep. Don't lean on me. Yep. Young Bloods. I can go across to there. Oh, Anchors. God. Yep. And one more. I hate Hartley. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. Oh, okay. One. I want to pick a nice one. I'm going to go. What with, about Thunder? The Thunder of the Gods. Um, uh, fuck, I fucked it up. The Blueberry, <laughs> the beer, the St. Patty's beer, or whatever. So, oh, I was just going to say Dr. Thunder. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one of your well. favorite songs of all time, but I, I really want to Fire and Knife. Yeah, Fire and That's a great song. But like you say, like you actually look like when you ask that question, the era that you listen to Abbott is. Through, through the albums <laughs> that I like. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go back and then. I love that. Six, Nick, what song has more views on YouTube? Yeah. Is it Falling in Reverse, Popular Monster, or Escape the Fate Situation? Um. F- Fuck, I'm not going to get this right. I'm going to go Falling Reverse Popular Monster. Correct, Nick. 74 million string or views to 65 million. Really? Absolutely. I could not believe that when I saw I, it. I Popular remember Popular Monster, Monster got like a massive traction. Yes. Because that came after Drugs and that had the Corey Taylor one. And yep. that would have a shit ton of views, I'd assume, as well. Like, well. Those were two great songs. I was trying to match up who could actually fight that for 74 yeah. million. I, I could have gone Bring Me, but I already had a Bring Me question, so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but Nick, true or false? Of Mice and Men are combining all the songs they've released this year into an album. True. Correct. Is it? Yeah, it is. Good, Good shit. New news for the week, Nick Brown. So true. Confirmed during the week, Aaron Pauly came out with the song, song uh, it's called Fighting Gravity. It's the new track. Mm. They've got an album called Echo coming out December 3rd, combining the three EPs that they've done with yeah. the single and another cover. So, yeah. So a cover? Kinda, well, there's a, a I cover? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the cover is. They already is. fucked up that Pink Floyd song. They did. Money. Money. <laughs> fuck off. Mosaic was the other song that you liked from a couple of weeks ago yeah, that will be on there. So it's kind of... Like he's come out and said it's like kind of their story like through the pandemic because they've released music the whole time. So yeah. like they've got different feelings and thoughts and then putting it all together for an album. Don't know how it'll go, but Nick, hey, yes. which band was signed to Destroy Alliance during the week? Was it A, oh, fuck. Rogue? Oh, was it B, fuck. Together in Tragedy? C, Loon or D, DVSR? Loon? Correct, because they had a new song. Yeah, well played, Nick Brown. That's a good one. Nine, Spider Rico is A, the vocalist for the Vandals. B, the inspiration for the Knock Knock Loose EP from last week. C, a boxing character from Rocky. Or D, a lyric from Radicals. Spider Rico? (laughs) Spider Rico, Nick! The fuck is that? <laughs> it's like Booker T's alternative Spinneroony movie. You fucking wish he's from Rocky, Nick. He was a boxer in there. Rocky, Rocky knocked him out, Nick. I'm telling you now, Spider Rico. Spider Rico. Just picture Sylvester Stallone right now, just talking about it. Nick Ten. Yes. True or false? True. Kublai Khan's new song perfectly describes your feeling towards alcohol right now. True. 
True, the song name is Resentment, because that's how you feel all the time towards alcohol. Good show, Nick. I like that. Good that was quiz. Good. That was good shit. Uh, well, well, uh, uh, sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> Let's three, three summaries, Nick. Three summaries of the show. Well, yep. on Wednesday, we're going to be talking about our favourite gigs of all time. Our favourite gigs of all time. Our yes. favourite gigs. Yes. That's going to be exciting. It is. And then we're going to be drinking some bills. And then we're going to be... Just listen to some good tunes, mate. Yeah, go in the voids. Go in the voids. Mm. Absolutely. Tasty. I'm a fall in the void, fall yeah. in the void, just to avoid anything that can bring me down good and hook. fuck with my vibe. That's a Kid Cudi song. Great oh, song. It's Man good. on the Moon 3, if anybody wants to listen Check to it that. out. Check it out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Drink Bilson. <laughs> Sorry.